This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. He's always mistakenly British. Teen Crumpets. Cheerio. But he's really a Canuck. Known on all seven continents. Oh, I know who you are. America's undocumented anchorman. He's a recording star and a TV star. Tuesdays, James Golden, a.k.a. Bose Nerdly, presents Mark Stein. And the moment we have been waiting for. Mark Stein in the house. Mark Hi, Stein. James. <laughs> okay, Mark. You had us worried this time, buddy. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I had the short story is I had two heart attacks. And actually, I think that intro now is way too lively. I, I've been told that I should just be uh, having wind chimes and irritating instrumental new age music. <laughs> so that intro has got to go. It's way too lively. And you talking about how hot Jen looked in the get-up she's wearing for her date tonight, uh, that also placed too much stress on my bum ticker. I could feel my ventricles occluding, uh, even as you were describing it. So I don't want any more of that. My, I, I just can't take any of that kind of excitement anymore goodness mark <laughs> mark people i just want to just read one and this is one of of hundreds and it came today this morning mark is back today i have prayed for that man you have had so many people praying for you and sending you good wishes and i hope that you felt all of that stuff as you were recovering from from uh this incident no, I, I, I did actually feel that. I was, you know, when it happened and the first time the nurses allowed me to look at my laptop again, the first thing you see, of course, are these tweets from people who wish you dead and everything. And, and so you just think, uh, <laughs> you know, you know what that's oh, yes. like, uh, James. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and so you, you, you put the thing to one side. And then actually I, I realized that the majority of people uh, are not like that, and they don't want you dead. And I was absolutely overwhelmed by all the uh, kind wishes from around the world, and and it was and it was really uh, touching. And that's as I said, why I'm just so boring and into new age wind chimes. Now. So uh, I've, it's totally mellowed me out. I won't be able to I won't be able to make a dime in this business because I'm. <laughs> I'm now, uh, my heart is now so big and full of uh, all kinds of stuff that uh, that it's actually, it's it's taken away my uh, tendency to jump down the throat of political opponents. Well, then you should just, you, if you want wind chimes and chill, <laughs> then I know you're going to be watching the State of the Union tonight because <laughs> <laughs> what else is there besides chill when you watch Joe Biden? And already in advance of his State of the Union show tonight, the White House is telling us that uh, things look good. Jobs, we're gaining jobs. 
you know, uh, et cetera, et cetera, people's lives. We had a, there was polling data yesterday. They asked that age-old question that Ronald Reagan asked, are you better off now than four years ago? A record number of people in America say they are worse off. So uh, my question for you is this. Is the State of the Union even important anymore? I'm debating whether I'm going to watch it. No, I mean, for a start, he can't do it. I mean, what, charlatans like Bill Clinton could actually do this awful thing. But, uh, you know, normally when you switch on a boring show, you sleep through it. When you switch on Joe Biden, he sleeps through it. And that's <laughs> just... <laughs> You know, so there's even less point to it. But the actual, it's particularly stupid this time because we had the actual State of the Union last week, which is that Chinese balloon uh, floating over uh, the fruited plain for a week uh, and actually symbolizing what is going on, which is that thanks to Biden's generation of totally corrupt politicians on both sides of the aisle. Uh, the, the dominant global power has given its global dominance to an entirely different power. That's the state of the union uh, in the beginning of 2023. Do you think that Joe Biden will? I mean, his poll numbers seem to be cratering. A record number of Democrats, not a record number, I'm sorry, but enough Democrats are now chattering that they want someone else, that that becomes the headline. People are also saying, and that someone else is not Kamala Harris. We don't want her under any circumstances. Even her allies are waiting for her to find her voice. Uh, So you look at the political scene. The Republicans right now seem to be in pre-battle mode. Donald Trump has been making it known that he's displeased with uh, the idea that Ron DeSantis could be running. You have uh, uh, Nikki Haley, who said who was indicating that she's about ready to step onto the stage. Others have been making noise. Mike Pence, Pompeo. Okay, we're 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 now two years out. Is it early enough that you can get your crystal ball out, Mark, and tell us where does where does this well, thing look like it's headed for the next round? Well, actually, I you know, as I said, I had my my second heart attack I had in France, and my doctors ordered me. Uh, you know, they prevented me from leaving the country. They said you can't fly anywhere, so I was stuck in France. And the one great advantage of that is I don't have to drive down to my general store in New Hampshire and encounter would-be presidential candidates this early in the season. So I was very relieved about that. But the other thing I would say is that by any rational measure, Joe Biden's numbers should be way lower than anybody's numbers have ever been ever. Because life is wrecked. Life has been wrecked in blue states. Life has been wrecked in all those suburbs full of those suburban moms who wouldn't get on board with Trump. And yet the Democrats are confident that come election day uh, through uh, means fair and foul, that they can they would they would love to drag Joe Biden across the finish line in November 2024 just to prove the point. They don't care. They, they, it, it's fascinating to me. You, you watch him in public and he's pathetic. He's a joke. He doesn't know where he is half the time. And yet the New York Times and the Washington Post, the, the, 
the emperor has no brain cells, and yet, uh, and yet, all the courtiers hail him as the greatest visionary ever. And they think, well, you know, we thought we'd just get the first couple of years out of Joe Biden, then we'd have to put, uh, and then we'd have to put Kamala in. But who knows? Uh, you know, maybe we can just carry in, you know, his rotting corpse to do State of the Unions <laughs> for the next six years. It doesn't see, and they would do that to the country just to prove the point because to to go back to what i said in 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 uh, 2020 you know when trump ran in 2016 he was all candidate and no handlers so they they figure they can defeat him with biden where it's no candidate and all handlers whoever the hell they are I pulled a story right before the show. I saw it, and I had to spring. I have to spring this one on you, Mark, because this will make you homesick for good old Canuckville. Okay, <laughs> Catholic. <laughs> this is today's state. Your 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 home country, the Canucks. Catholic high school student arrested after suspension for opposing transgender ideology. Mm. All right. 16-year-old Six, faces 10 years in prison. Mm. In prison. Mm. After he spoke out against transgender ideology at a Catholic school. Yep. yep. And the Catholic school told him, the leadership of the Catholic school told mm. him, his continued attendance at the school would be detrimental to the physical and mental well-being of their transgender students. Right. And so he was arrested by Ontario police, charged him after he attempted to attend class in violation of um, his exclusion order. Mm. Mm. You're excluded from class because right. you have beliefs that the Catholic Church used to have as commonplace beliefs. Yeah, the churches are not really, uh, including the Catholic Church, are not really standing up to any of this stuff. The good news is that if he does get sentenced to 10 years in jail, he can identify as a woman and serve it in a woman's prison. So uh, for an unpopular high school student, that may be the way to go. We are, we are actually, you know, I, I think this stuff is serious. I think it's crazy. They're now talking, I think this is in Australia, they're talking about taking the wombs of dead women and inserting them in men so men can have babies. Uh, wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, Hold on. Ser seriously? Yeah. Seriously, yeah. dude? Yeah. They no, well, I'm, I'm thinking of doing it. I mean, the whole business with <laughs> childbirth is you've got to have some icky biological woman involved. If they could just put the womb in me, bring it on, baby. You know, that's, <laughs> that is what that is. And these are, by the way, you know, I, as I said, I know a little bit about health systems because I've been on the receiving end of them for the last couple of months. But, the, you know, in the United Kingdom, where it takes two business days for the ambulance to arrive after you've called emergency, uh, they can't do they can't do anything like that. You know, so they can't if you've got a hernia, they can't do anything with your hernia. But if you go in for the hernia, they'll be able to uh, open you up and put a womb in there so you can give birth. I mean, the, this. 
it's this insanity, and people laughed at it as as you and I have laughed at it, and as we laughed at it uh, doing uh, Rush's show for so many years, and people would say, why are you talking about this, Stein? Uh, this is ridiculous. Nobody believes in this. No, that's not true. Everybody who matters in this society, including the politicians, the churches, the schools, they believe in all this, uh, the publishers, as J.K. Rowling is learning, uh, they believe in this stuff 100%. Right. Oh, let me, you, you triggered a question here. How, what was the hospital care like for you in good old France? Oh, well, it was, <laughs> it was fantastic, actually. And, and funnily enough, since I've been out of hospital and I get sort of a little bit down and things, I, I, I fantasize about being back in the ICU, <laughs> being, being ministered to by all those uh, delightful French nurses who kept me well away from, they kept me well away from anything that would, you know, cause my, uh, bum ticker to explode. So, you know, I, I couldn't utter the words Kevin McCarthy or anything like that because then, <laughs> then I, I, I was wired up to the machine. So I could, I could see that if, you know, the words Kevin McCarthy rose on my lips, then, uh, the, the, all the numbers would suddenly start flashing red and the alarms would go off and the nurses would come into the room. So they kept me away from all the stuff that would, uh, disturb, uh, disturb me. I had, I, I can't. I, I was within fifteen. I mean, I don't want to do all this. Uh, you know, please. No, you have to tell stuff. us because so many people have been asking and worried. Uh, but were- I. I, I, you know, I, I appreciate that because I, I sort of. Uh, I take the Churchillian thing that if you survive uh, death, you should have a jolly good laugh at it. But I was within. 15 minutes of death, and I couldn't have asked for more from Audrey, the nurse who met me at the door of this French hospital and saw I basically fell into her arms, uh, which usually I do with French women just because I'm drunk. Uh, but in this, uh, in this case, she correctly identified that I wasn't drunk, but I was dying, and I was on the slab within 40 minutes and all wired up and... Uh, she saved my life, and I can't, I can't thank them enough for that. That's amazing. One last political story. Uh, over 100 groups are backing Joe Manchin and the GOP. Republicans plan to block this ESG investing rule. Hmm. And you have attorney generals now in states. I was unaware of this until maybe a month or two ago. This, this is this environmental yep. standards and all this stuff that they want people to just go with woke businesses. Right. And, and so what do you think? Does this thing have legs? Do you think we're going to actually see this ESG woke investing standard be tossed out? Or is this just something we're going to have to learn to live with? And investors, too, watching their investments not do as well because of wokeness. Well, we need to do something about it because this the, it's you can it doesn't really matter if like uh, a bunch of uh, a bunch of people in high school are woke. Uh, but it matters if serious businesses are woke, even against their own business interests. You know, the rap against corporations is supposed to be that they're all about the bottom line. In fact, uh, starting with the cultural industries, starting with Hollywood and television shows and Broadway, often they're uh, prepared to go against the bottom line because of ideology. And you think, well, you know, they're these artistic types. That's fair enough. Now we're getting to the stage where people who make widgets 
uh, are supposed to go against the bottom line in the interests of wokeness and the correct attitudes. So it's spread from the cultural industries to the whole of industry now. And it's actually going to dis- it's actually going to destroy the global economy and give China whatever the hell is left of that, because China isn't woke. Uh, unless unless we manage to stop it here at home. Uh, it's one of the biggest issues of our time, uh, the degeneracy of the business world on all this stuff. Now, one of the things that has been you have been inspiring me to do personally, Mark, is I rarely take vacations. I mean, uh. rarely. <laughs> over the years, and I'm like, over the years, you know what, I can count over the years, and I think in the last 30 years, I've had less than three months total vacation yeah, time. Yeah, I, I think that I, I've, I've known you for whatever it is, half, two-thirds of that time, and I would agree with that. You're never gone. So I've decided this year is the year to take a vacation, and I am going on the Mark Stein cruise. <laughs> yeah, and that- Good. I th- I'm looking forward to that. Where where it's in July, and uh, you're coming along, and my favorite uh, presidential candidate on the distaff side, Michelle Bachman, and all kinds of other special guests, and we're going from uh, Italy down the Adriatic, Croatia, Montenegro, uh, Greece, and you're going to love it. You're going to be mobbed by thousands of Montenegrin hotties the minute you set foot in that fantastic uh, country. So uh, you're going to have a great time on that uh, on that cruise, Jay. And so for those that would like to join us cruising the high seas, how do they go about that? Uh, well, they can uh, find out. They can go to steinonline.com or they can go to marksteincruise.com. And we certainly want to see... Uh, uh, we, I, I, the, the, the thing people love about it, particularly from blue states where it can be a lonely existence, uh, is they love the conviviality of being able to say what you think without losing your job. So people love that on these, uh, on these cruises. The Californians and New Yorkers love it especially. We, I am looking forward to it, and we're also looking forward to having you back here. And we are so grateful to God, Mark. I, I said, I'm going to tell you, I, Mark, I wouldn't have been able to take it. Not after losing Rush, I wouldn't have been no. able to take it. So I'm just so grateful that you're back here with us, Mark. Thank you. Thank no, God. Thank, thank you, James. And I'm like you. I was I, Because right to the end with Rush, you think there's going to be a happy ending because he, he deserved a twist in the plot uh, that, 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 that would bring him back, not just for him and his family, but, but for all of us. And there's hardly a day, go by, day goes by when something in the news doesn't make me think, I, I wish Rush were here to tell me what's really going on there. So I'm with you, I'm with you on that, James, and I'm glad to be back. Thank you, Mark Stein. Ladies and gentlemen, James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley. Bo Snurley's Rush Hour will continue. 800-848-WABC is your number. We'll be back right after this. Rush. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurley on the Red Apple Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.